Hi, my name is Guinevere Govea, and you're listening to Texas Tasty's 512 Degrees, where we talk to Texas chefs, influencers, and foodies alike about their lives in and out of the kitchen. During our podcast, you'll hear interviews with our guests, and towards the end, you'll hear a groovy zap, indicating our finishing lightning round of questions. Today's guest loves footwear, but not just any kind of footwear, boots and flip-flops, which he's worn his whole life. Now, he is the founder and owner of Albies, the premier place to get boots and flip-flops in Austin. Without further ado, today's guest is Albie Franklin Falkenberry IV. Hi. Hey. Can you hear me? I can, yes. Okay, perfect. That's good. Excited to be here. Yes, yeah, super excited to have you. Uh, I've never heard of a business that sells boots and flip-flops specifically. I think that's really super cool. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think hopefully we're the only one, but uh, there's, you know, others maybe selling some version of something like it, but I think it is our brand. We are a boot and flip-flop company, so. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, <laughs> that is so super cool. What inspired you to start Alvies and and why boots and flip flops for this company? You know, what was the inspiration for for all of that? Yeah, so that that's actually a personal story, um, mm-hmm. and it it kind of goes back to the way I grew up. Like I'm from a small town in East Texas. A lot of the guys that rodeoed were wearing cowboy boots, and just wasn't my style. I grew up a flip flop guy, so kind of my entire I guess childhood to even college um i pretty much wore flip-flops through the winters in texas and um college graduation i wore them all the time so like it was it was my thing and when i was in my uh 20s my my grandfather passed away and um, i ended up inheriting 13 pairs of cowboy boots from him and my dad was like hey take these boots um i think you'll like them and they're the same size as what i wore and i was like ah dad that's not my style i'm more you know, I'm long haired, free spirit. I'm not a cowboy. And uh, I ended up kind of just keeping them in an attic until I ended up dressing up for Halloween as Jim Morrison and uh, went out and put on cowboy boots and they were broken in. They were awesome, high quality, and they were super comfortable. And I just kind of got hooked and I was in love with cowboy boots from that point on. And especially my grandfather's, you know, they were just, they're 40 years old and just had kind of a story to them. And I always looked at him and like, man, I wonder what life he lived in these boots to that becoming something that was just kind of a personal side of where I was going with my style. And I, I guess years later, probably 10 years later, I was backpacking and uh, Thailand and Cambodia. And I was really trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And uh, I'm from the tech world. So I had a lot of ideas going around about tech and finally stepped back and I said, what am I passionate about? And I was wearing board shorts and flip-flops every single day, kind of like at the beach. And I was like, man, I sure love my flip-flops. Sure miss my cowboy boots. Whoa, that seems cool. That's a that's a fun Austin brand. Mm-hmm. And so kind of that evolved into a business idea from a passion uh, about, you know, some product that I really loved. And so I got back into LAX uh, at the airport and I called my now business partner and said, hey, he had talked to me about starting a boot company in college. And I was like, hey, still got those connections with uh, leathers and kind of getting us started. And he's like, yep, absolutely. And I told him what the idea was. And he was like, boots and flip-flops, I love it. And so (laughs) we were, we kind of started from from that point. And so, yeah, um, it kind of just became a personal story into a 
a brand. But really, when you look at boots and flip-flops in general, it's a very Texas style. Um, a lot of people think, oh, California or hippies or cowboy boots or you got to be a cowboy. And they're kind of stereotypical thought processes for what people have to be to pull that style off. And really, I'm neither of those. So we're here to kind of like break that stereotype down. Definitely. No, I think that that is so cool. And it's also so cool that you just like teamed up with your group of friends and, and just like started this whole business. Could you talk a little bit more about like how it all developed and you know, like how you, you got to where you are? Yeah, for sure. So um, I asked the question to myself, what am I passionate about? And so that really kind of was the beginning of just like, I'm going to do something that I absolutely love. And I couldn't think of anything cooler. I mean, my business partner is one of my best friends from college and, you know, we look at ourselves every day and we, you know, extremely blessed to be thinking like we have the coolest job on the planet. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so, you know, I think it was passion that kind of cool products and end of Austin, Texas and how we wanted to share that with the world. And so that's, that's kind of what inspired us to get to where we are. And, you know, we pinch ourselves. It's, it's uh, something that we very much get to wake up every single day and think that we have, one of the greatest jobs in the world so mm -hmm. no that is so cool i love when people just like pursue their passions a lot of people that like come on here they just talk about like starting from just like humble beginnings and then growing their business into like something so huge and you actually started selling your boots and flip-flops out of airstream trailers what was that like <laughs> uh it was fun and hard and uh challenging and all, all the things that you could kind of imagine of uh, what an Airstream's like. So Airstream's, um, if you've been inside an Airstream, they're they're pretty small, <laughs> right? So um, it was a very, very intimate kind of moment for any customer or non-customer that walked in. So it was like, it was cool because it like all the leathers that we had in there, just you could smell it by walking by outside oh. of the Airstreams. And we ended up having a couple of them. We, we had a spot down on 3rd and Congress in downtown Austin. And uh, we launched, it was a different brand than Alvi's actually. So um, we, we kind of use it as what we think is our beta brand where we got to learn from, from customers and kind of take what our original idea was um, of cowboy boots and flip-flops and kind of expand on all the good and remove the bad. So we did that for about seven years. Uh, and really kind of the cool thing was we were getting to work with customers that came in and told us what they liked about our product and we got to go and take that into like back to where we're getting our, our boots developed and in Mexico and and work on improving product from there so it was it was a lot of learning um, a lot of customer feedback a lot of uh, understanding what people are looking for mm -hmm. and it kind of created uh, what we've developed today so yeah I mean the airstreams were were great mm -hmm. in the fact that we got to kind of sit back and um, use several years of kind of a boot education, boot and flip-flop education for ourselves. And so, um, and then take that and kind of hone in on what that is. And we just launched Alvi six months ago. So, I'm, um, mm -hmm. so we had kind of this time frame that of an old brand that is now morphed into Alvi's. Oh, yeah. um, so. 
Yeah. You talked about your boot education in Mexico. How exactly did you develop them? And what inspired you to, I guess, like travel and, and you know, like try and find new ways to develop your, your products? We, uh, we really didn't have a ton of knowledge on shoe building okay. whatsoever <laughs> to start. So um, luckily I had, um, I have a friend that has been in the boot industry for, um, and has multiple retail uh, locations that he's now sold, but uh, I got to, got to tap in and have multiple conversations with him and kind of understand and kind of start to grasp what a foundation of kind of getting this education would look like. And he pointed us in the right direction to Leon, Mexico, which is really like, it's where high quality cowboy boots come from. Um, Tons of rich, great leathers there, um, high quality, um, but also there's low quality coming out of there as well. It's just kind of what you're you're looking for, but it's the place to start. Mm -hmm. And so we literally decided, hey, we're going to go door to door. And so we called and emailed and did everything we could to get in touch with different manufacturers down there to kind of to share some ideas that we had. We knew we wanted really comfortable leather flip-flops. And we also knew that we wanted to have a, a cowboy boot that felt like it was broken in very quickly, as well as classic styles that um, kind of last and continue to be in style over time. With this idea that I inherited my grandfather's boots, they're 40 years old they need to have some longevity to them as well. So really quality and coming in and, and looking at that with through that lens was kind of where we wanted to take it. And so we've literally booked a flight, went down to Mexico, um, went to some trade shows, went to uh, factories that we started, you know, kind of got in touch with randomly. And uh, finally, we kind of found our way into a really great um, factory that helped us throughout the entire process and kind of some handholding um, for some new newbies that were <laughs> trying to yeah. figure it out. And uh, they also allowed us to do really small minimums. We bootstrapped it from day one. So it was taking a little bit of money that we had, buying an Airstream, starting a business, and then really getting product. We did zero marketing for the entire time we were in that Airstream. We still have it, um, but you know, we it's really more meant for events where we've switched all of our focus to, to selling online. I mean, all the stuff that y'all did sounds like so much hard work and so much, you know, homegrown effort. What do you think has been the most difficult part of kind of getting to where you are now? And I guess on the flip side, you know, what's what's been your favorite part and what's been like a good memory? Oh, that's great. Um, so really, uh, making the jump from a different brand. <laughs> yeah. you, we basically shut down. It was, it was called Rickshaw. We were, we were down like the third in Congress brand was Rickshaw and we shut down Rickshaw to pivot over to what we were building with Alvies and um, in naming that, by the way, it's really, as you had mentioned, I'm, I'm the fourth. Mm-hmm. It was, my grandfather was also Alvy, mm-hmm. um, Alvy Jr. And so those are the boots that I inherited. And I, I looked at kind of naming this as um, a bit of appreciation for him, but also to tie you know, a face with the brand as well. Mm-hmm. So um, kind of a family face, if you will. And uh, so anyway, I, I would say that transition in time, to get back to your question, is making that jump from uh, shutting down a business to almost going from, you know, you know, we, we had a lifestyle business. We could, we were, we were doing fine, but 
stopping the revenue, stopping any growth, <laughs> and then trying to pivot to a new brand over um, a couple of years time frame and, and really honing in on that. It, it was it was very challenging. But uh, I'd say like from a, my favorite part, here's the thing, like out of the Airstream, people would walk into the Airstream and go, oh my God, this is the coolest idea I've ever seen. Boots and flip-flops together, they belong together. Mm-hmm. And that feeling alone was always awesome just to have somebody come in and tell you something <laughs> and kind of give you that, that validation. But now it's, it's really like we're getting that same type of feedback from our customers online that people that found us, you know, through ads and so forth and uh, that are boot owners or non-boot owners in, in every single time we get, you know, that validation or just kind of the, the, the positive sentiment from, from our customers is the best. I actually have a really cool story that just happened. Mm-hmm. So this guy, uh, he's in the past two weeks, he's bought three boots from us. And so uh, my business partner got on a call with him and he, he said to us, he's got, he's, he's a boot collector. He's got over 200 pairs of boots and he's in love with, with our boots now. And he said, this is the best cowboy boot that I've found on the market under a thousand dollars. And so it, it, you know, that kind of stuff, it makes us feel so awesome because all the hard work to get that kind of comment is just the best. And so I feel like we're spreading, spreading the love of boots and flip-flops. Oh yeah. I bet that makes it all worth it. (laughs) (laughs) How do you think that founding this whole company, like as a whole has just affected you as a person, I guess, mentally in, in any way at all, like what, what like growth have you witnessed like in yourself? (laughs) I'd say growth wise, you know, it's challenging every single day. And I think that's, you don't know what's going to come at you. It's always, you're learning new stuff. All of that is like, I feel like I could go start a business in my sleep now. Um, and that's, that's pretty cool. That's uh, that growth and development over the past several years has been amazing. But um, I think what's affected me most is, you know, just, I'm just proud. I'm really proud of it. I've been able to, to create this, to honor my grandfather in, in a way that, um, in a way that I love doing every single day. Um, and, you know, frankly, like my, my long-term goal is to build this up to something that my son, who's Alvi the fifth actually, <laughs> uh, gets to uh, inherit and kind of take over himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so to me, it's, there's just a lot of pride that comes into this. And some of the most things that we say is how fun it is to, to kind of create this business. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, you mentioned your grandfather a lot. How big of an impact do you think he's had on just like Alvis as a whole? And just like, how has he impacted this, um, this business and, and just everything in general? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even be here uh, having this conversation if I hadn't inherited his boots. I mean, I wouldn't even have worn cowboy boots. And so <clears throat> to me, he was, he was, you know, was a World War II veteran, um, has amazing stories of adventure and that my dad's told me and kind of passed down over the years. And that's one part that I would say, like, to me, just creating something in his honor keeps me fighting for one, but it's also like, I've got my name on it too. So it keeps us in the fight at all times of, you know, trying to grow this thing into to something that is uh, not just out of an airstream. <laughs> and uh, I'd say almost through every aspect of the business, um, I come back to what that is. And I mean, that comes through our designs. It comes through how we give back. It comes through 
in every facet of the business has him intertwined. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Um, That is just so inspiring. Just how important is community to Alvi's? Oh, it's, I mean, I think it literally is our brand. (laughs) (laughs) The way we look at Austin and uh, Texas in general is this idea that, you know, we're sharing something that's very personal to us, Mm -hmm. which is our footwear and our style and not everybody else gets it. And so it's kind of taking that and then sharing it to the rest of the world of, hey, like cowboy boots, you don't have to be a cowboy. Flip-flops, you don't have to be a hippie. Mm-hmm. Like try these. It's literally the best feeling on your feet that you could ask for. Okay. And uh, the style's pretty cool. Uh, you know, and then tying all, everything we do back into the city that we love, which is Austin. And so, you know, when I talk about kickback ambassadors, those are all um, Austinites. Mm-hmm that um, have a name for themselves, as well as um, a model that Quicksilver took with Southern California. We're doing the same thing with Austin. We're very proud of it here, so. Do you have any advice for anyone thinking about opening up a business? Yeah, uh, well, um, you know, that's that's always a fun question. (laughs) I I think uh, I, I look at myself and what's kept me going, and I think asking yourself how passionate you are about an idea and is that going to keep you driving you know at every step we've had a lot of forks in the road times that we could have shut down the business times that we could have continued down a lifestyle business that was just more for a we're selling out of an airstream and you have to kind of look at yourself and say okay do i want to keep going and either have a really great idea that's going to keep you pushing or you got to be passionate about it and so um you know, I think we have both of those, but I, I'd say there's been so many times where I've, you know, looked at the idea of shutting things down, even at points. And um, if you can't find some passion in, into what you're doing and, and really enjoying it, you're not going to, it's, it, you're going to be a statistic, mm-hmm. you're going to end up shutting down. And so I, I, I think that's, you know, knowing that you're going to fight for something like that is, is going to be key because you're going to, you're going to face hard times no matter what. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's a really inspiring message. Um, and I think that's great advice for anybody wanting to do to do really anything in life. So no COVID, what is your dream for for the future of Alvis? I love, absolutely love it. This, I mean, it comes back to the core of my message here, which is cowboy boots are not just for cowboys. Okay. And that's the awareness and that's the that's what we're building is a brand that you don't have to, I mean, absolutely should, if you're a cowboy, cowboy, or that is your style, you should wear our boots. But the people that don't wear them, we want them to know that this is a style that makes you a little bit taller, makes you a little bit cooler. Mm -hmm. And so we're spreading that message. And so I would love to have Alvies on people across the world and that no longer cowboy boots are just cowboy boots, right? Mm -hmm. They're, they're something that is a style that fall into conversation with some of the other brands that uh, like a Timberland or John Rivados. Yes. I will also be sure to tell all of my friends about Alvies that go to UT. If you had to live without one forever, would you live without boots or without flip-flops? <laughs> Come on. Uh, so I love both. Um, all right. I, I guess I'd give up flip-flops 
because in the summertime I could always go barefoot. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm glad I don't. Uh, I'm glad I don't have to make that yeah. decision. <laughs> Good thing there too. Uh, um, favorite type of cuisine? Cuisine. Ooh, uh, pizza gets me oh. all the time. Mexican as well. Ooh, it's tough between those two. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Mexican food. Tex-Mex. That's a good good choice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do chips belong on a sandwich? Uh, I like chips on a sandwich if you don't have anything else to put on it. But yeah, that's it's kind of a last mm-hmm. resort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We get very like varied answers between people on that. They're like both very adamant about like either saying yes or either saying no. It's one or the other. <laughs> Uh, favorite comfort food? Ooh, uh, I'm gonna go with chicken fried steak uh, uh-huh. with gravy. And gravy is gravy is a comfort food. Of oh all. yeah, it's white, white yes. gravy. Okay, nice. <laughs> uh, do you prefer home cooked food or takeout? Depends who's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I sound like a politician. Uh, yeah, I'd say home cooked food. Uh-huh. I think. Yeah, yeah, we, my wife and I. have upped our game during covid of, of cooking oh yes so we're, we're we're getting better my mom's the best cook ever mm-hmm. so <laughs> that's we're, we're trying yeah. to compete with that using her, her oh cookbooks. yeah it's so fun so fun to to cook at home <laughs> uh if you could choose one would you choose burgers or barbecue and why burgers but that's a tough one i love barbecue mm-hmm. burgers i'm from athens texas which is uh where the hamburger oh. was invented so that one's that one's always <laughs> oh that one's yeah. hard yeah they're both two really good things recommendation for the best food spot in texas Ooh, franklin's barbecue Ooh. Mm-hmm. i've heard of that one i've never been but i've heard of it it is oh, delicious heart there's always a line but right now they actually you can pre-order which is awesome and because of the, mm. the covid stuff so uh and the barbecue is just oh wow phenomenal. that's really great um favorite piece of media right now this could be tv show book movie just something you're really into right now i just binge watched cobra kai in like Ooh. one day uh on netflix <laughs> <laughs> which was uh like our kids were out of town and uh, we had a free day and so it was uh that was it's it's the karate kid uh remake basically of bringing back the old school into the new school and it's hilarious and fun so very oh, nostalgic yeah. that sounds i haven't heard of that one but i have to check it out i think my brother would really like that <laughs> uh is there a country you've always wanted to go to that you haven't gone to yet Ooh, peru Ooh. Uh, we, we like want to i mean that's kind of a trip that we've booked a couple of or wanted started to book a couple of times and pivoted to a different place. I want to, we want to go see Machu Picchu, Ooh. my wife Ooh, and I. That would be really cool. After COVID. <laughs> um, what is your favorite place to be? This is the last question. Oh, uh, favorite place to be. I love the river. Almost any river. So I'd, I'd answer that with, with family and friends uh, on the river. Uh-huh. Anything with natural springs, we have the San Marcos River, Guadalupe, Kamal, all those are, are awesome rivers in, in Texas. And mm-hmm. uh, I'd say any any of those spots with family and friends and a lawn chair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds very peaceful and very nice. 
that's all of the questions I have for that section. Love it. Before I let you go, is there anything coming up you'd like to let everybody know about or anything you'd like to shout out? Yeah, I mean, again, growing brand here. So I uh, would love everybody to check us out. So if you go to alvies.com, it's A-L-V-I-E-S.com, you'd be able to kind of learn more about us, what we're all about, see some of our products. We'll have a bunch of new releases of products, not just boots and flops, but other products as well and in the next couple months. But I mean, I think getting started with some boots and flops or one or the other would be my, my hope that people would come and check us out and try us out. Mm-hmm, definitely. Well, thank you so much again for coming on. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was yeah. a pleasure. All right, well, have a great day. If you'd like to see more from Alvi, you can follow Alvi's on Instagram at Alvi's Boots or visit the Alvi's website at alvies.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, give us a follow at the Texas Tasty on Instagram and Twitter. Upcoming episodes and more can be found wherever you get your podcasts. This is Guinevere Govea signing off.